feeling From the start to the finish Go hard and we winning It's the heart of a villain It's the heart of a villain From the start to the finish Go hard and we winning It's the heart Hello everybody and welcome to another Thursday night edition live from the studio. It's the heart of a villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the bearded villains worldwide brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes guys tonight, this is episode 120 120 doesn't hardly seem like it was 20 weeks ago that we hit that 100 mark, but man, we're even, we're almost as close to uh, 150 as we were to 120 or to, to 100, uh, crazy times, crazy times. Uh, so, Hey, this is the first episode of February. Now we kissed January goodbye. Now we're into February as normalcy would have it. It follows January that damn groundhog. That damn groundhog <clears throat> didn't want to give us the good news, which, you know what, statistically speaking, I'm not sure that the groundhog ever gives us really good news. And if you live in a state like Indiana, like me, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I don't care if that groundhog says it's going to be spring tomorrow. Uh, when you live in, in my state and a few others I know that have the same issue, it uh, pretty much doesn't matter. So... Right now, we are in the middle of a winter storm, technically speaking. I just snowblowed about 15 inches of uh, snow on my driveway today. I know that there's people all over uh, the Midwest that are recuperating and covering up and trying to make do. I know the East Coast had one uh, recently as well, a little spell of storm of the white stuff. All of you people in the South and the Southwest, just sorry, but you can suck it. Uh <laughs> as you make fun of us for living where we do when you have beautiful temps. I still don't know why you guys wear jackets and bundle up and 45 and 50 degrees because that's shorts weather, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. But hey, um, guys, this is February, February 3rd, and this is our first episode uh, I'm not sure yet if it's going to be a series or if it's just going to be a one-off. It'll probably depend on what kind of feedback we get from people who listen to this episode if we continue it on during this month. Uh, this is what could be part one of a series, uh, delving into and talking about and celebrating Black History Month. Um, and so I thought it just made sense uh, to cover that, talk about it. But I want to—I'm I'm going to be talking about it not from a hopefully, hopefully not in a controversial fashion, um, but in a in a way that hopefully sparks some conversation. In a way that hopefully it made it made me do some serious thinking uh, over the last few days about uh, my thoughts and how uh, you know I because. You know, as as things are, you, you have certain beliefs, you have certain feelings, you have certain, um, you know, the way you feel about certain things in life. Uh, but then sometimes when you take the time out to just seriously sit down and think on something, you'll find that you have a lot deeper thoughts than you thought you did <laughs> sometimes. And uh, this is this last few days was was one of those type of things. So. Uh, I wanted to to uh, 
break into and talk about um, what it is, you know, with Black History Month here in 2022 and cover a couple things that maybe um, maybe we can do better. Maybe we can do better with. This is not going to be a specific beard conversation or beard chapter conversation or anything like that. So I do apologize with that, but we are a family here. Those of us that are here with us hanging out and those of us, those of you who listen to the podcast. So hopefully you'll be able to get something out of this, uh, this podcast episode. And, um, you know, those of you who are here live or those who would contact me after the fact uh, can contribute in some way, shape or form. Again, this is the heart of a villain. I am BP from Northern Indiana, Bearded Villains, your host, and here to take you through the good stuff. Okay, um, yeah, that groundhog. Did you hear that there's actually, I didn't know there's actually two groundhogs, and apparently one died. <laughs> one apparently died like the day before or the day of Groundhog's Day. Um, so um, I didn't know anything about that, but I, I can't remember what his name was, but Punxsutawney Phil is still around as far as we know. Uh, but anywho, he's the, he's the I guess, the more famous one, if that were to be the case. Well, guys, um, so what 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 do we want to do here? What do we want to do? Um, the, the, let's. I want to get into a few um, chapter merch things, and we have some new ones. We have some that fell off uh, that did, that just uh, went by the wayside as of the end of the month. So I won't be including those anymore. But I've got some new ones in here as well. So let's just kick into the merch section. And because it's my show, I'm also I'm just going to remind you about the BV Northern Indiana patch, the new and improved five inch woven patch with the embroidered edge. Twelve dollars, bvnorthernindiana.bigcartel.com. That's where you can grab that one. Also, brand new this week, brand new this week. Since we're talking, it makes a lot of sense. Since we're going to be talking a little bit about Black History Month tonight. BV Lakeshore. BV Lakeshore has a new Black History Month t-shirt for $32. It's available at lakeshorevillains.com. Very cool. Very, very, very bold. They found a new way to, a very cool way to in, in incorporate their logo uh, into this. It says United We Stand on the back of it. For those of you who are not seeing it live with me here. But definitely go check that thing out. It's pretty cool. Lakeshorevillains.com, the proceeds of which uh, I believe, or I think he said most of the proceeds or a portion of the proceeds are going to charity um, up there in Canada. So awesome stuff. Uh, let's move on. Montreal has a new patch, their Polar Dip. This is a presale for their Polar Dip patch. Uh, Montrealbeardedvillains.com is where you can get it. $12. Very cool. I love that color of blue. I love that that shade of blue that they've got in this in this patch. Uh, $12 polar dip pre-sale. Montrealbeardedvillains.com. And then also just a reminder, I believe these are still active on their Shopify page for the Miami shirts and hats bv305-shop.myshopify.com. And then also, just to uh, give you this one, I think this is still out there available as well, the Bearded Villains Maryland hats and hoodies. They're OG hoodies and hats. 
with the very cool logo design that they've got their OGness. They got a red and a black hat for 30 bucks and their gray and their black hoodie for $45 for $45. So those are the merch items that I have handy right now. And, uh, Hopefully I didn't forget anybody. If I did forget somebody, please let me know, and I'll try to make sure that um, I'll try to make sure I get it out there somehow. Um, very soon, very soon. Well, guys, this um, let me make sure I'm checking in with my commented people here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mars. He says the pressure to see a shadow is intense. It is. It is. Uh, Okay, well, then uh, OSW is going to have to do some homework for me. He says uh, he thinks there's actually four groundhogs. So find find out for me and let me know. Um, I, I I don't know if that's the truth or not. So, well, hey, um, so guys, this, this week is, um, or this week, this week starts off with Black History Month. And... The funny thing is um, that comedians have covered this topic and um, all sorts of writers and poets have talked about, you know, have expounded greatly on Black History Month in many different ways. And it's, it's interesting to me because um, I used to, I, the, I, I never understood growing up. I never understood um, what, why we had a Black History Month, and I, I think it was to me. I was always under the impression. I, I always thought, and I always my my thought process always was that um, Black history is American history. It's part of American history, and I never was raised differently to think that. So to me, it never, I never quite understood um, the need for having black history month. Just, I, I thought it's just, it's why let's just focus on American history as a whole. So I never, I never figured what the reason was for that. Um, I always thought it should be celebrated, remembered uh, as American history. But one of the things that I've realized over time as I grew up and uh, as I got smarter, I've realized that some of one of the big problems with looking back, at least on my education um, growing up, junior high, high school specifically, those those years when you really delve into American history, the the problem that I've seen that I, that I remember looking back to is that so many of the contributions to life, to the way we live now, to the the way to our history, so many of the contributions of Black men and women uh, throughout history have been omitted from the history books. And that is something that I, I, I'm angry about. It's something that bothers me because 
that's where I think you see the biggest, uh, the biggest negative, um, the the biggest, I, I don't, the omission, um, because so many of the achievements and so many of the the um, the things that black men and women throughout history have done and the accomplishments that they had, because those were not recognized side by side with the achievements of what we know to be what we grew up to be to know all the, the as american history all the other achievements of what was basically white america <laughs> white americans and as i look back on that now i i'm just i'm in awe of what i don't know i started researching, you know, some prominent some prominent achievements and accomplishments of black men and women who are overlooked throughout history and we're going to go into a, a few of those uh, because it's stunning. It's truly stunning to to realize that not for lack of education uh, that but but because they've been omitted from the texts and the books that we read as kids um, growing up in junior high and high school. Everything was always said that this person invented this, um, and you you thought of that as rote. That's the way history is. You thought that this person did this accomplishment, and you find out later that he did that accomplishment, but not without the assistance and help of somebody else. Or you found out that person XYZ created this or invented this, but guess what? He may have done that, but there was a black American who did something else that improved it and made it what we know today. Those kinds of things were never put in these books, these uh, these traditional American history books that we hear of. That is a problem. And um, that I want to talk a little bit about that tonight and hopefully... Uh, stir up a little bit of conversation about that, and hopefully it be something that um, that helps and helps educate me. It, this is going to be one of these things that uh, the result of this episode, be it in the conversation that we have here in the comment section or in uh, comments that I hear back later from other people uh, after the podcast, this is going to be one of those learning things for me because. People are going to tell me, you need to research this. You need to look into this. You need to, you need to read about this person. Um, I want that. I want that. I want, to, I want to find out about all of the people that, um, regardless even of you know, specificity of their, their uh, culture, their race, or whatever it is, that I didn't know about, that were omitted from the books. That's the kind of stuff... Um, that I'm interested in. I want to find out what I don't know. I want to find out what I don't know. Yes. OSW says, most American history was written by whites. That's right. So must, so must the, oppre- the oppression challenges and achievements were not included. Absolutely. That's what we find. That's what we find. If we're willing to look, if we're willing to open up, open up our eyes and see it. And, so that's 
kind of where I look at now when we get to Black History Month. That's the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Um, Nick says lots of uh, African-American history has been omitted. You have to look hard to find the truth. Yeah. And so here we are. Now, one of the things that I find very, very interesting is sometimes we end up, we, we do hear from celebrities on these issues. We hear people who we come to know and love. We hear their their words and their opinions. And sometimes it's it's very, very interesting to hear their thought processes because sometimes those those thoughts um, will spur some other thoughts in us. And I do not own these clips, of course. Um, so I'm, I found a couple of um, clips from several years ago, one of them over 20 years ago. And I know some, some of you may have seen these um, before. But, but um, I found a couple of clips of uh, Morgan Freeman talking about uh, race and equality and, um, and a little bit about Black History Month. And I found it so interesting to, to see his interpretation on this. So this first clip, it's a, it's a short one. Uh, the, if you're watching live, it's very grainy because it's taken, uh, I think it's taken from a VHS copy of <clears throat> an interview that happened 20-something years ago uh, with Mike Wallace on 60 Minutes. But uh, just listen to uh, Morgan Freeman's words because this rings so true with me. This rings so true with me. History Month, you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? No, well, no. well, come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm, month is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? And stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan. So that's that's about the the length of the clip that I can find. I've tried a few different places, but it's so interesting to hear his take on that, um, and to hear his feelings. This is how I, like I said, this is how I was brought up. Uh, that I always thought of Black history is American history. It's the same. It's just whether or not we choose to acknowledge all of that is a part of American history. It's all that's a part of American history. And I think his words ring so true when he says, um, you know, I, you don't, refer to, don't refer to you as a white man, and I don't want you to refer to me as a black man. You are who you are by name. You are who you are by name. That's how I know you. That's how I've grown up and lived my life. I don't introduce somebody or refer to somebody by their ethnicity, then their name. It, it's not, that's not something that I do. 
So I love I love the conversation that he has there. I love the words that he says because it's it's so true for me. It's it's and I wish I wish more people in general would look at things that way. I like how and not to get crazy crazy deep into this this thing, but I like how he says when he was asked by Mike Wallace you know, how do you stop racism? Well, what a, what a huge topic that is. And he says, well, stop talking about it. We have come into a time now where it seems like we were on a pretty decent trajectory. And then the last few years, race has become a thing that has to be talked about. Rather than it, it becomes the thing. And what bothers me is it doesn't need to be the thing. We don't need to talk about it just to talk about it. When something happens, when something comes up, and that is a issue, that is part of the issue, then we need to then we can address it, then we can talk about it. But what bothers me is is that when when too often, too many times, it becomes the thing to talk about. It's us versus them. It's that us versus them mentality rather than we. It's very, very in your face and us versus them. That's, that's the feeling it is. And I hate that because I don't think you can make any progress when that's all you want to talk about as the problem. When in some cases there is no problem. If somebody is acting out in a way that is wrong towards somebody, then yes, let's talk about that. But just to start off a conversation simply to say, it, it, I, I don't understand that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not seeing it correctly. But let's. Uh, there's this other clip here, too, I want to talk about that I want to share. Because I thought this was, again, this is a Morgan Freeman clip from CNN interview that he did. And um, this, this is going to go into um, our segment here coming up. Uh, which is the three minutes, uh, the three minutes of inspiration. Uh, but this kind of covers the same the same idea here. But this is another one. Uh, again, I do not own this clip from uh, CNN a few years back. I go back to because I, I I thought what you said was fascinating because you called it bull when you said people can't you know pull themselves up. Do you think that race plays a part in wealth dis- distribution or either a mindset that you can't today? Or cannot? Yeah. No. You don't. No. I don't. I don't. Okay. You and I we're proof. Why would race have anything to do with it? Stick your, put your mind to what you want to do and go for that. Uh, it's kind of like religion to me. It's a good excuse for not getting there. Yeah. You know, I said, it's probably getting me in trouble, but I said to some of my colleagues recently, so I know that it's an issue, but I've been, it seems like every single day on television I'm talking about race and it's because of the news cycle, it's in the news, but I'm so, sometimes I get so tired of talking about it, I want to, I want to just go, this is over, can we move on? And, and if you talk about it, it exists. Right. Yeah. It's not like it exists and we refuse to talk about it, but making it a bigger issue than it needs to be is the problem we have. Yeah, that, that, that's what I've been saying. That's kind of the way I feel about it, making it a bigger issue, just, just to make it an issue, just to say it's an issue. That's, that's kind of where... where 
where I'm not so sure I, I get it. Um, but like I said, maybe, maybe I'm wrong with that. But one of the things that I wanted to take, um, that I wanted to t- talk about here in a minute is we're going to take it to a positive way. I, I said that um, I look at Black History Month now as a, as a chance to learn, as a chance to learn more about some of the people who may have been forgotten about, um, at least that I didn't know about. And that's that, the, that's one of the things that I want to talk about because uh, I reached out to one of our bros um, and I was suggested to check out one specific person that I'm gonna that I'm gonna include tonight. But there's a few others that I looked into when I started searching for um, who are some of the the influential people that we can celebrate during Black History Month that may have been omitted uh, generally from most textbooks out there that you have to search for. Um, so just to, just to cover that, but real quick, um, I want to swing into the, um, the three minutes segment that we normally cover, um, because I think it's so cool and I'm going to try to do this on the fly because my slide is not working. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to do this live, boys and girls. Transitioning over. So, uh, as I said, one of the things, I found this quote from Denzel Washington. And it was something I really liked. If I can find it now. Looking around. Sorry, folks. Here we go. I'm going to cover my face up with it here. (laughs) So Denzel Washington said this, uh, I'm very proud to be black, but black is not all I am. That's my cultural historical background, my genetic makeup. But it's not who I am. It's not all of who I am, nor is it the basis from which I answer every question. I love that because, you know, what's funny is that I've heard Denzel talk about this a few times because he, he oftentimes, because he has very, um, very specific roles. And when he directs, um, there's sometimes some controversy in the way that he does some things. Um, but he has very powerful roles that he acts in. And one of the things that I've noticed, um, he gets, he gets asked a lot of questions about, um, diversity and racism and, um, and a variety of different ways. Reporters are always sticking some cam- sticking a camera in his face to ask his opinion on it. And he has a universal way of answering these questions. And he talks about it to say that it's, you know, I am, yes, I am black, but that is not, that's part of my culture. That's not who I am. And that's not all I am. And I, I, that's such a healthy way to look at it because if we can all kind of take that, take that mindset and realize that I know you by name, I know you by the man you are, the woman that you are. And 
not punish each other for things that other people did way back when. It's very easy. I've said this before. It's very easy for for um, someone to tell me, you just don't know. You just don't know what it's like. Well, then help me to know. Help me to understand. That's one of those things that I wish somebody could do for me. Um, you know, it's along those same lines, and maybe jumping around just a little bit here, but we've one of the things that we have seen in the last few years um, as part of the so-called woke movement that's out there um, in a variety of different different ways is that um, there's been a lot of push to have memorials and statues of either civil war leaders or people that are now deemed their actions to be not necessarily in line with or their beliefs not necessarily in line with what we know to be um, above board now. And whereas I agree with recognizing that that's the case, personally, personally, I have issue with trying to knock down, tear down, and get rid of all of these things when that too is part of American history. And I think, I think rather than tear down something that is a, a very big part of American history as well, why not embrace the idea of erecting something else that is, again, another part of American history that was forgotten about or omitted? Um, and if that means that it's a um, black leader that, that pushed through and um, was was huge in the you know leading the pathway to a movement uh, that that person has not been recognized. Then I think that as part of American history, that's what we need to do. We need to we need to to erect more of those type of statues. But I think to try to wash away uh, what is already there, um, it makes us forget. And I think. I think maybe I just have a completely different mindset on this stuff, but one of the things I'm a huge history, history nerd and history buff about things anyway. And, you know, the, the phrase, there's the phrase and it's been said several different ways that, you know, those that don't learn uh, from history are doomed to repeat it. But one of the things that I like to think on is if we see even the bad, even the ugly, and we're forced to look at it, then we realize, and it, and it changes us. If you're forced to see it, if you're forced to look at it and recognize how bad things, how bad people were at one point in time, the thought processes that they had, um, I think that that can be a very powerful thing for us uh, to say, not again, not again. Um, I maybe I'm, maybe I'm just you know, completely off base with that one. But I I I see that, and that's one of those things that I, I I'm 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 afraid 
when we see history disappearing because I want to be able to see something and spark that conversation to say, but you know, there's a different part of American history that's not that's not represented by this statue. And it let me take you over here to this other statue because this is where some other story begins. To me, that's I think that's a really positive way of taking things. So take it for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> but that's that's kind of one of those crazy, crazy things. But I wanna I wanna celebrate. I want to celebrate some people that I didn't even know about going forward here. And I didn't get a chance to create, well, I can do this. If I did it on the fly earlier, I can do it on the fly now. So let's see here. Um, If I go to here and no, that one won't work. Nor will that one. Whoops. Okay, I'm still trying to find my way here, guys. Uh, okay, I can't do that. So, as I talk, I want to I want to bring up a couple of people here who are very instrumental in some very big ways that were omitted, um, at least that I had never heard from, I had never heard of before. And when I hear, when I see some of these amazing things that these people were responsible for, it kills me to think how, 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 how is this just this person's achievements swept under the rug? Um, it's only because I think the color of the skin of the person that achieved it. And it's crushing. It's crushing to see looking back. Um, I can't even imagine how that would feel. But the perseverance that these people had, that these men and women had, um, the people that I'm going to talk about, plus so many others, hundreds and hundreds of others, thousands, the perseverance to do what they wanted to do, do what they needed to do, uh, do what they wanted to do in their life and the successes that they wanted to have, these men and women, um, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. I will say while I'm thinking about it, just because it's on the top of my head and it just popped right in, as some things do. Yes, I'm kind of in that squirrel mode tonight. Squirrel, looking around. Um, there's a movie out there, and I'm hoping that so many of you that are listening right now or uh, watching live have seen and I think I think about this because it came back on. Uh, it's been on repeat on one of these channels that I have um, because of Black History Month, of course. But I've seen it several times before. But every time I every time it's on that I see it, it's one of those I can't not watch. And it's called Hidden Figures, and it follows the lives of three black women who worked at NASA and were so crazy instrumental in the early successes of NASA and getting our men flying, getting the men up into space. And the the minds, the genius minds that these women had, 
the math. I mean, <laughs> if you know me in math anyway, <laughs> there's a huge struggle there. I'm so bad at math, it's not even funny. So anybody that can do the kind of math that these women did um, is impressive to me anyway. But the fact that they were uh, they were shunned and they were not given their credit that they're due in the right way that they should have uh, for everything that they did. It's crazy. So uh, if you haven't seen it, go out and watch, find a way to watch it. It's called Hidden Figures. Um, true story. It's very well acted and it covers um, three friends, three women who each did different things in their own way and achieved immense immense i mean the goals that they they achieved were was were just huge so go out there and watch that movie if you if you get a chance uh, so so cool all right so the first the first person and I wish I could bring up a picture for you uh the first person that I have that I want to mention is Ida B Wells or Ida Bell Wells or Ida B. Wells Barrett or Barnett. <laughs> Sorry. Um, she, very, very cool. Um, she's a woman who was born into slavery and she was educated. And by the age of 14, she actually began teaching in a country school. So at the age of 14, she was teaching. She wrote a um, series of newspaper articles under the pen name Iola. Um, and the, the series of articles uh, were critical to the education available uh, to African-American children um, to think that, you know, for safety's sake and for to, to have it thought of as a reputable thing, she had to use a pen name. Um, crazy, crazy times to look back on now. Um, it's, it's extremely sad, but her story, her story goes on because um, she created what was thought to be now the uh, first women's suffrage group um, in Chicago, she also helped co-found the NAACP. Um, very, very interesting that I don't remember ever hearing of um, some of these people. I, I don't, I don't get it. How, how do you omit? How do you omit? I know, I know, history books can only have so much, but um, Robert Smalls, Robert Smalls, <laughs> this one's. I'm a huge, I am a, of, of history, of American history, the Civil War era is one of my go-to things. Uh, fell in love with it in junior high when I first started covering the Civil War. Um, been to several, I've been to Gettysburg a few times. Um, and the, the trials and the sorrow and heartache, everything that, that was um, Abraham Lincoln in the Civil War, I just eat it up. I, I, I jump in and with both feet and read, read, read. 
so the Civil War stuff, I, there's not a whole lot that I wouldn't, I didn't think that I, of, of serious contributors that I didn't know of. Well, I'd never heard of Robert Smalls. Robert Smalls. He was, um, he's listed, he's, he's explained as, by Civil War experts, um, as somebody who was very, very instrumental um, he was a slave on a Confederate transport ship, and he led an uprising that freed the people on the transport ship. These people that were on the transport ship um, subsequently sailed north for their freedom. That mutiny that he led on this ship was was one of the leading factors to have Abraham Lincoln reconsider the use of having um, African Americans in the Amer- in the Civil War as soldiers. There was a time period where it was unheard of. It was it was you you wouldn't think of it um, to have black men in uniform as soldiers for the North. But seeing what was possible when men were devoted um, because of Robert Small's actions, it changed the president's mind and helped steer that. That's amazing. I did not know about Robert Small's. Here's one for you. How many of you knew about a guy named Louis Latimer? Louis Latimer. Everybody knows the name of the person that he worked with. Everybody knows the name Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. (laughs) Of course, he created one of the first light bulbs to work, but people don't know. I didn't know that originally his bulbs would not last very long at all. They would only last like a few days. And Louis Latimer, I'm sorry, Louis Latimer, um, who himself was the son of escaped slaves, he was an inventor also. And he created the filament that extended the life of the bulb to be the bulb more the, to to lead to where the bulb is to where we know today. He made it possible for them to be used on streets and the average person's home because of the filament that he designed. You always hear of Thomas Edison inventing the light bulb. Well, Thomas Edison's invention of the light bulb would only go so far until Lewis Latimer came in. This is the this is the kind of stuff that um, excites me when I when I do think of um, stories and people uh, that I can learn more about during Black History Month, and that's what I want to continue to do over the course of this month. I want to continue the conversation. I would like to find so that it fits into what we are about here in the Bearded Villain community. I want to find some bearded men <laughs> from history um, who 
have done some really cool contributions who have been omitted um, or largely forgotten about uh, for their contributions. That would be really cool. I was looking, I was trying to find some and I found several who had mustaches sometimes, but we'll get into that. That's why I said, maybe we'll have a part two of this, but it's a discussion that I don't think that we should be afraid to have. It's a discussion that is important when it needs to happen. But thinking of people by their race 24-7, introducing them and thinking of them that way, referring to them, you don't. And so I think if we are to grow um, as a nation, as society, I think it's, it's crucial that we have the tough conversations when we need to, but we don't make it about that tough conversation topic all the time because life isn't revolving around that. And I think to, to, to make it feel that way is, contra- is, is counterproductive and it can be very adversarial. Then people have to defend or stand up against things that to some people don't, don't affect them. And that's where you end up with, well, it doesn't matter to you or it does matter to you. We need to have those conversations when we need to have the conversations. But to bring them up just to bring them up doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. At least not to me. But again, I'm willing to have the conversations. And if we need to for part two of this to move on and move forward, um, absolutely we can. Absolutely, we can. Yep, Rob. Rob's stepping up and helping out. <laughs> um, Ma- Matthew Henson, regards to the North Pole. Yeah, I did re- I did find something about him, uh, that he was actually the first person to to get to what is the technically the North Pole. Um, forgotten about. But there's so much, so much we can learn. So much we can learn. All right. Um, I can tell by the numbers of people who are still here live that this conversation isn't for everybody. And I get it. That's fine. Um, Sometimes we're going to delve into some deep stuff that may not specifically be related to BV and or chapter related information. Um, This won't happen all the time, but every once in a while, it's good for us to do this and to think about things. So that's... That's the way we're going to do things sometimes, sometimes around here. All right, guys, I want to slip into our uh, calendar of events. Calendar of events. We really don't have that many um, right now. We've lost a few. Um, Some others have been rescheduled. And we're in this time period right now where we've just got this big block, just a block of stuff, a block. February 25th to the 27th is going to be LSV, the return to North Texas, LSV5. I'm going to be there, boys and girls. I think you should, too. Friday night, meet and greet, Riverbottom Pub at 7920 Randall Mill Road in Fort Worth, Texas. On the 26th, 
They have music. They have a beard comp. All that good stuff. March 4th through the 6th is Nash Vegas. Who is going to be there for Nash Vegas? Nash Vegas, always an awesome time. March 4th through the 6th, isn't it? Well, Nash Vegas is in Nashville, Tennessee, of course. Hosted by our bearded brothers with BVTN. They got a meet and greet on the 4th at the game terminal. You got the event on the 5th. Good times, good times. There's so much to do in Nashville. April 1st through the 3rd is DSV 6th, hosted by San It's down in San Antonio uh, by our South Texas brothers. No details forthcoming specifically right now on that, but locations and all that other stuff, uh, hopefully we'll have real soon. April 1st through the 3rd, DSV 6th, hosted by Bearded Villains of South Texas. Moving into May, May 6th through the 8th is Beardo de Mayo. Beardo de Mayo. Hosted by our Heartland brothers over in Ohio. Get it? Beardo de Mayo in Ohio. <laughs> I'm so dumb. The meet and greet is on the 6th. Beard competition on the 7th at Crafted Culture Brewery. Crafted Culture Brewery. Raising money for the Huckleberry House. May 6th through the 8th for Beardo de Mayo. Then June 10th through the 12th. That weekend we got two things on the books in different parts of the world. June 10th through the 12th is the West Coast Meet in Seattle, Washington. Brought to you by the West Washington and East Washington Bearded Villain Chapters. The West Coast Meet in Seattle, Washington, June 10th through the 12th. And then also way over across the world in London. In London, June 11th is Villain Fest 5 at Gigi's Hoxton. Hosted, of course by our bearded villain brothers in London. June 11th, Villain Fest. Good times, good times. All right, guys. I'm going to slide out of this guy. And this one. If you are looking for an all-natural beard oil that will not only tame your beard and coarse hairs, but make your beard soft and smell amazing, check out Pulpo Beard Oils. Veteran-owned and made for today's beards, Pulpo Beard Products combine the best beard ingredients on the market with incredible customer service to ensure your happiness. Whether you need beard wash, beard oil, beard balm, or some fun clothing, Pulpo is the place to go. Feel fresh, feel savage, feel confident with Pulpo Beard Oils. Go to Pulpo Beard Oils, that's P-U-L-P-O, beardoils.com, and use the code the heart of a villain for a discount on your order. Okay, guys. Well, you know what? I have run enough people off for tonight. <laughs> um, I appreciate all of you guys that are here live with me, still hanging out with me. A uh, bunch of really good, really good, um, really good conversations in here, and some people talking about. Um, some really good recommendations on people to look up and check out Jane Bolin, uh, first African-American woman to attend Yale Law, first female African-American judge. Very, very cool. Gwendolyn Brooks, first African-American Pulitzer Prize winner. Yes, I was referring to Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson, who are depicted in 
hidden figures as, as well. So, guys, um, Lloyd <laughs> Quarterman, boy, you're, you just, uh, OSW is just giving me all sorts of stuff to look up. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, York from the Lewis and Clark expedition also, Rob. Thanks for tuning, thanks for uh, tossing that one out there. Yeah, um, I love history, guys. I love history. And um, Black History Month is American History Month as well. And I want to I want to embrace that. I want to learn. I want to find the people's stories, the people's lives that I didn't I was unaware of. I want to hear about those accomplishments so I can pass those on to my kids and tell them about them when the history books that they're still using may have them omitted still. That's that's what I want to do. That's what I want to carry on. So guys, well, you know what this means. <laughs> it means that this is going to wrap up episode 120 of The Heart of a Villain. That's what it means. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. Remember, you can still buy shirts, patches, pins, all that good stuff at theheartofavillain.simplecast.com. Heartofavillain.simplecast.com. That's where you're going to find all previous 119 episodes of this here show as well. Guys, as I always say every week, well, first thing I say is to remind you that the heart of a villain never dies. The heart of a villain never dies, guys. So go out there and be awesome. Go out there and be awesome. But the most important thing I say every week, remember... Always, always, always remember this. It's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Well, guys, have a great night. Enjoy the week ahead. Enjoy the weekend. Go out there and kill it. Do your thing. We'll talk next Thursday. Take care. Stay safe.